Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. But it goes on for three hours. It's gonna be just Gonzo and James arguing for <laughs> ever, forever, and the transition between an argument about Shaquille O'Neal to. Britney Spears. I don't know. Cover a lot of ground. It would get it would get it would get somewhere eventually. Cover a lot of ground. Cover what? A lot of ground. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal and Britney Spears. There's a lot to cover in between that. You don't oh, just yeah. get there. You can't just Shaquille O'Neal. And they have something in common with genies. Oh no, that was Christina Aguilera had the genies. Yeah. Song. Entertainers. Grab they grab dicks. dicks. Yep. Entertainers grab dicks. So Scott, if you're listening, we're working on it. I don't, is, is this a gang sign? That's a gun. Gangs use guns. That's saying that he threw a gang sign right there, too. Like, no, he's like, clapping. That's, that's he's like gang sign. I don't think that that's I a think gang he was, sign. I think, I think he's he was like, saying, me, or you, or... You fucking suck. Yeah. You can't handle me. I didn't feel like that was a gang sign. <laughs> I'm gonna... White people are so scared. Let my love pop a cap in your ass. That's right. Jesus Christ is my nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Best yeah. video ever. That was pretty <laughs> unfun my posted. Actually, uh, Bree said she was going to go home and watch the uh, the guy tripping out with that lizard. Not once, not ever. Not once, not ever. <laughs> I like she sell. I like she sells. Except for she sells on it. Towels. I can't say it. Don't worry like about seahorses. it. Seahorses. <laughs> seahorses. They're having a party. Why am I not invited? <laughs> oh, the the mook that's tripping. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. <laughs> hey, you, Mister Walkway, telling me how to get upstairs. Walk, Fuck walk you. Walk off me. Walk down me. You should lead me to the building. Fuck you. <laughs> that is just some funny shit. <laughs> Is Towels. Towels. <laughs> windmills are awesome. You know, like windmills. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck it. Those lighthouses. Was it lighthouses? Or it was lighthouses. lighthouses. <laughs> like lighthouses. Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> That's an excellent point. He does. He does. You don't like light- lighthouses. What's What's this, Mister Balloon Man? <laughs> balloon hands. <laughs> You got balloon hands floating away somewhere, like up. Got a talking dog. Oh, hilarity. Oh, well, that was the first three minutes of the show. <laughs> this is me laughing because it just doesn't stop. That's good. Welcome to Shooting the Gap. <laughs> Shoot the Gap. That was funny, though. That was good. <laughs> Balloon hands, which you kind of go somewhere. You floating up, like up. What? You gotta talk to dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. We need to not do this shit so late. So we're not just like punching delirious. Preaching. Or maybe we should. I don't know. We we have a plan to usually get recording way before this, but it's after midnight and we just started. Well, Ryan decided to take forever making his top nineteen. So he did. He did. His high five is a long one this time. I got a lot of honorable mentions. A lot of no, of, you don't. A lot of mentions. Not once, honors. not ever. Not, not once, not ever. Shit. <laughs> well, how's that tournament? 
If you're not watching it, well, fuck you. You're missing some good fucking basketball, man. Great games. Upsets. Cinderella's. Number ones. There's everything you want right now in the Elite Eight. I don't like upsets. The Elite Eight is set. And by recording time next week, good watching. We'll be preparing for the final four. Preparing, right? Mm -hmm. It'll be the day. Well, we'll know the final four. We'll be making our... Yeah, next week we'll be making our picks. Final four and title game. Because it'll be over. If you're paying attention to anybody's brackets, you know that I'm killing it. That you should just listen to me sometimes when I tell you. No, he's rarely right on that this Wichita, stuff. So <laughs> Wichita State is going to go down. That's that's yeah, really Wichita you, you said that, but that's not your point. See, that was my problem with my conversation <laughs> with you was you like avoided everything that you had said up to that. It wasn't that they lost. It was that you compared. You said, you know, I think about it like when I think about Ohio State, and Ohio State would go in. In Why football, you sound like because that? this you sound like a fucking <laughs> asshole sometimes. It was Ohio State, and they'd go and they play in the Big Ten, and it wasn't tough, you know. And then they'd go play Florida, and then they lose forty-one to seven. That's how I feel. Like Wichita's just not battle tested. When in all actuality, they get into a game with the team that's in the Elite Eight, who's played one of the best in the tournament, and they match them blow for blow the whole game, battle tested because they got into a battle and didn't get their asses whooped. They were right there. They responded. They led most of the game. They were there at the end of the game with a chance to win it. So that was why I was right. Your, your point was they were battle-tested uh -huh. because they played their conference. Which no, my point was they were battle-tested because they ran through the whole tournament with the same team from the year before. So they already know. That was my point. My point is they're not going to be surprised. And you're like, they can't sneak up on anybody. It's like, no, they, that's, they, they haven't been able to all year. Like Everyone knew when they were coming into the tournament... Wichita State is a good team, and you can't, they're not an easy out because of what they've done the year before. Same team, Final Four run, comes back undefeated, goes against a Kentucky squad that is loaded again, and but pretty fallible. much had a chance to win. There's Every team's fallible. We said that last, last week. There's no team that is perfect. Every, there's just good teams, and Wichita was one of them, and they lost a really tough game. They lost a really good game. It was one of the best in the tournament. So far, mm -hmm. absolutely. It, it and I told, but I also, and, but I also told you that if that I pick Kentucky as an upset, I didn't say, I I didn't say Wichita State because you made it sound like I said Wichita State wasn't a good team. That's not at all what I said, and that's not all what I thought. No, battle tested was the whole point. Right. I mean, you got you you're gonna play. You got to play who you play throughout the season, right? You got to I mean, win those games. You got to in, in Wichita State won all the games until then. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's fucking great. But Kentucky has to play tough teams all the time because they play in a tough conference. I, I don't think that Wichita it's not even a, an argument that the SEC is a better conference than where Wichita State came from. Obviously the SEC is, but you kind of throw that stuff away when you get into the tournament. A little bit, yes. You just—it doesn't matter what your preseason rankings were. It doesn't really matter what your ranking was. At the Once end you're of the in season. the tournament, it doesn't matter really who you played, what you did. I mean, Duke lost to Mercer. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean was that Duke prove, played tough teams that all that year long. Does that yeah. prove that Mercer is a great team? I mean, they're a pretty good team. They're a team. I mean, but I don't think you know 
they play that game ten times. Pretty sure Duke wins eight of them. And then, and, and, I mean, who had a tougher schedule in the regular season? Duke or Mercer? Well, easily Duke. And then and they come out and they go against a team that is athletic and tall and rebounds. It didn't matter who Duke had played before. It only mattered who they were playing right then. I guess I understand <clears throat> your point. My point wasn't that they... Your point was that they were battle-tested, and that's yep. why they were... They were handing at the time. They were kind of handing it to Kentucky. They they were they were they were kind of ahead it to at that them. point. They were ahead like like 14, yeah. 14 or fifteen. They were hand, they were handing it to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Kentucky started getting the edge on the boards and attacking that and getting free throw line. Well, you took out you take out their point guard for Wichita State and it kind of staled their offense. He got in a little bit of foul trouble, and he was the catalyst because they they run a whole lot of like give and goes. Backdoor picks, like they they some of the plays they ran were amazing to get to get an alley oop to get a wide open three. Um, just it was it was just a pleasure that just to watch that team. It's a shame that they lost, but it was a good game. Like nothing against Kentucky because they won that game. They they deed them up. Not at all. Well, do you think Dayton has a chance against Florida tomorrow? Right now the line is eleven. Um, I'm not really sure what that means in basketball. I mean, it doesn't seem to mean much because an 11 point victory is not a they had they they had CU as a six point dog and they just got destroyed. They lost by 30, which was like (laughs) to me to be honest with you when they said six points, I was like, man, I think I'd take that. No, the other way. I'm definitely yeah. going to take. I think CU they're going to beat you by by more than six points. Six points, (laughs) just because I'm like, dude, they're. Seems not that good. And it just wasn't going to happen. But you know, I don't know how they figure out the lines. They obviously no, fa- they. It's got to be just one big crapshoot, and they have an idea of who's going to win the game, and they try and just make the line big enough to make people take the bet. Throw some money at it. I think Florida's primed. They're looking pretty damn good. They played a my pick. Great. So. Me too. Played a great. Great game against UCLA, who's a damn good basketball team, and they just looked bigger and faster the longer the game went. I thought they were like the fastest college basketball teams I'd ever seen on the floor yesterday. They were just, and that, this is a Friday, they played the day before. They were all over. Like just, that's the sounds they were making because they were so fast. It was incredible. I think Florida's going to beat Dayton. I'd, I'd take that 11 points. People in Dayton won't. Hey man, Those what a run, are dude! Crazy, yeah, they are. Good they love them. basketball in Dayton too. That's Ohio. There's there's some there's basketball there. <laughs> like fuck it, we're in Ohio. <laughs> At least watch basketball, right, Doug? And then go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I could. Yeah, that means you have to go to Cleveland. That's where the higher rock and roll is at here. It's still beating out there, because Huey Lewis was from Detroit. <laughs> Detroit, I don't think is a city anymore. It's a place. It's it's more it's of a corporation. It's, it's, a corporate. it's an ideal. It's an idea. It's a concept. <laughs> oh man, we're we're gonna get into this show eventually. We'll get going. <laughs> <here>. <laughs>
I blame James for not fucking coming in. I was expecting a little bit of James. The nuts today. and bolts business is just <clears throat> overwhelming him right now. Which part? The nuts. Okay. <laughs> that I believe. Uh, sticking with college basketball, uh, Coach Shushevsky from the Duke Blue Devils made his announcement this week saying that he'll coach at Duke for another five years at least. I believe it. I, he's 67. He can coach into his 70s. He could coach until he's dead. I, I really think he could. He hasn't lost anything. Uh, even if Charles Barkley says that the game's passed him by. This is a guy that won a national title four years ago, was in the grade eight, was in the elite eight last year, has the best recruiting class in the country coming in next year with the possibility of holding on to Jabari Parker. Which will be so... That would be amazing. amazing. So he needs to retire because he's bringing in like the best kids and they're always winning 25-plus games and they're always in the tournament. Winning his team since he's been the coach. Pretty much. I mean, he's he's gonna de- destroy the winningest coach record. He's already uh, he's already number one. He's, if he coaches another five years, guaranteed it's at least another hundred and twenty five victories. How long before Bill Self even comes close to that? Bill Self's gonna have to coach a long time, but he's got the same kind of pedigree right now. He's he's in his forties. Yeah. Well, that's he's that's young, what dude. that's what happens. I mean, they said the same thing about Patino. Patino's moving up. Calipari's been doing it for a long time. Uh, what about Bayheim out at Syracuse? He's actually number two in, in wins, and he doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime soon either. He just he should quit. <laughs> he hasn't won shit in ten years. <laughs> Charles needs to stick to NBA analyst because that's what he is, and that's what me and me and Riot talked about earlier. It's like, why is he even commenting on college basketball? There's no reason to comment. Especially not Why coach. Would you? Then he also said that Coach K shouldn't coach the Olympic team anymore. I mean, they we're really, you know, <laughs> you know what really bothers me about everybody, the ESPN guys, your your, you know, analysts in general. They all say the same thing. It's like after we win a gold or two, we're like, all right, guys, maybe we should put some college kids in there. And then you know what happens? We get beat before we even get to a medal round so mm-hmm. badly, and then they go. Okay, well, let's put our pros back in there because we're tired of getting raped at a sport. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to win the gold medal in, in, in basketball, so let's go ahead the and, game, so and keep, and keep let's just keep the best guy there. And he's made it an open competition. You don't just get invited to be on the team. You get invited to try out for the team. I mean, he takes he puts guys like Shane Battier out there. He puts, like, defensive... Andre Iguodala wouldn't make any of those teams, but he goes out there. He's on that team. He was on that team because of his defensive ability because of how he D's and the leadership that he brings on the floor. That's what Coach K does. He'll make you play, and he'll put you with other guys that'll make you want to play. So I can't see why anyone would want to part ways with USA Basketball from Coach K. It's like a terrible idea. And at the same time, he just turns around and keeps getting more kids to come to Duke. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Where you have to go to school for a little bit. You at least have yeah, to attend. You, you, you can't just show up and... You can't do the Charles Barkley approach to, to Who's college. Who's a player from UNC who typed a paper about Rosa Parks? Did you see that? No. I say paper. I mean, he wrote that he wrote on paper. That's for sure. A paragraph. <laughs> a college paper turned in. Doug, do you want to know what grade he got for that? A. B. An A-. 
at the University of North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. The University of Baby Blue, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. And it was literally like a fucking paragraph long thing of what happened to Rosa Parks. Just the incident that she was involved in. Not her impact on civil rights or no. how that sparked. The aftermath and why it would have been so important. Why it was, it, why it was important, none of <laughs> it. It's, it's place in the civil rights movement. It was almost like 60s. he wrote, so this chick, Rosa Parks, went to a bus stop her one time. Her feet hurt. And she was tired. And she was like, fuck this, I'm not moving from this seat. He probably did the, say that in the paper. Like, yeah, fuck she was like, fuck, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> We say the paper. It was on the paper. It was an email that he printed. A, a paragraph. Um, I think he took a section of Wikipedia. Yeah, I was going to say. Urban Dictionary for Rosa Parks. <laughs> didn't even, print, and didn't even write it down. Just copied it. Just kind of paraphrased it. And you know the Urban grammar. Dictionary. Rosa Parks. Tired foot bitch that said fuck this. Tired foot bitch. <laughs> That's fuck We're gonna move on to the high fives. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I wanna talk about real quick. You guys you wanna say you real quick, let's move on from that fucking bitch yeah. Rosa Parks. It's not Whoa guys. I feel like we're another Whoa. another like national incident <laughs> is about to happen here. It's only national it's it'll be international. We can use listenership. If, um if, if Scott breezes a fit. I don't he's, know if he's allowed to listen to us anymore. <laughs> That why do Canada? <laughs> yeah, they don't want it. They don't want. They 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 tell you what to do up there, right they, here. They do, and he's getting bullied by French people all the time. So we gotta we gotta we gotta make him. We we always ass. make fun of hockey, and we don't talk about wrestling. And French people. And UFC never comes up, so <laughs> he's probably not allowed to listen to it anymore. He's gotta he's gotta come down here so that we can just have a. We'll do a spot. we'll do a whole show, a whole Scott, anime. with with you on wrestling and MMA. And me and Ryan will just make fart noises in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well you enlighten everybody. High fives, everybody. Yeah, really. I can just get him on Skype, and I will just get some fart noises recorded. And <clears throat> you guys don't even have to show up. I'll just every yeah. like seventeen seconds. Like, we don't even have to do that because we could do like they do on you know YouTube. And just record the show, and then when put the fart, add noises, the fart in. noises in after, because yeah. that's easy to do, right, Doug? Yeah, then that, that would be fun yeah. editing. Because James isn't here. <laughs> fart noises editing. I would, I would, I edit. I'm gonna, I'll edit. High fives. <laughs> in well, honor. Real quick, talking about no, this is serious sports stuff. Oh, okay, right. Um, serious sports now stuff. Now Doug wants us to talk about serious sports. But stuff. no, I don't know if you guys have been watching. Um, talking about the game passing it by. Um, that golf is reaching out to the youth market, where they had been apparently steadily slipping. I wasn't aware they even had traction. Um, Tiger Woods was the yeah. They said in the last the ten push. years yeah. it's been. Well, that's because Tiger Woods has been sucking slowly for the last ten years. No, but they really want to get the tweeners yeah, into golf. Yeah. Good so luck with that. They've actually. Um, uh, built a website. I wish I could remember the, the, the address off the top of my head. Um, Is it called wasteofspace.com? Uh, I think it might be .net. Um, <laughs> it's definitely... could be a .org. .org? Could, could be, yeah. Could be an org. Government's all about wasting space. Uh, that's not the government. That would be .gov. Oh, that's right. What Can do you we, think gov is short for, Ryan? Take two. Take two. 
Big I move. I didn't know, but I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm glad Ryan said uh, it. <laughs> I'll get your back. I didn't know either. Um, <laughs> but they actually started a website that has... Fuck you, Doug. That they actually have... Um, I'm. Continue. I know about the internet. Um, <clears throat> apparently, we're at. Hold on, fifty-two <laughs> twenty. Got it. Um, Give it a ten. Ten. Give it a fucking ten. You can rally. But uh, that the they've they've reached out to tweeners and uh, the the whole um, millennials to get uh, suggestions on how to make golf uh, more accessible for the youth. I almost wish we had thought. I wish I would have thought of this because I would have been like top five ways golf can become cool. Oh wow, we should save that for next week. Okay, so let's. I I brought it up. We're gonna do that next and research week. into that. The, oh yeah, I'll, I'll look into the website and all that. Very much um, research. And maybe next week we'll do top five ways golf can be can be made cool. Okay, no, let's do that. Okay, that that's a good one to go on. But we're gonna start with uh, our high fives right now. In honor of free agency, we're going to talk about the top five... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. <laughs> free agent signings in sports history. Oh, was it sports? I went NFL. Well, I told you it was sports. Well, <clears throat> well NFL is still sports. NFL is still sports, but... I, I told you sports. The website to be so NFL.Spore. Since, since uh, Ryan was wrong in it, let him go first. <laughs> you so may begin... Bad. He doesn't listen. Top five NFL free agents of all time. <laughs> he ignored me like I was his wife. Like you were somebody talking to me <laughs> while I was watching TV. Like you had tired feet and he was all fucked up. <laughs> oh, was all fuck, fuck, fuck that. I'm shit. not moving. <laughs> didn't say why. The best, worst running gag ever. <laughs> so since let's have Ryan do his list of what he decided to do it on. I decided to do... <laughs> I decided to do my report of top fives. Books about movies about history that aren't books or movies are about history. That are real. Get it? Number five. That are real. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Curtis Martin. Let's see. This is like sorry. It's just this, NFL. It it, it's <laughs> just NFL. So it doesn't. It, it's gonna make Gonzo's list gonna be better. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Number four is is Deion Sanders because he went from one awesome team to like another awesome team, and that doesn't usually happen. Usually, back to like, back Super Bowls. You just like, two different teams. You just show up and. You go, okay, well, I just won a Super Bowl, so I'm just going to go ahead and go get paid. So you're saying Curtis Martin when he went from New England to New York, and now you're saying Dion from the move from San Francisco to Dallas. Correct. Okay. Neon Dion. Neon Dion. And my number three is uh, pending number three, because it'll be a number one. If. 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 Peyton Manning. Nice, nice. If. <clears throat> if. If. Peyton Manning takes the Broncos to a Super Bowl, has another year like he had last year, and wins the Super Bowl next year, maybe year after. Yeah, we, well, I mean, everybody was on the plane. I'm not sure that the Broncos, the team that we saw in the season, like actually played in that game. Didn't look like that. I mean, looks like they kind (laughs) of hired some guys from the stadium to go out there and play if they wanted, you know. But number three, Peyton Manning, he'll be number one if... 
They win the Super Bowl. Uh, number two, Reggie White. Good one. Um, Goddamn, greatest of all time. He's right up there, man. Just like one-on-one, like trying to block him almost impossible. Just impossible. And I, I mean, he, he would switch. He'd go off. He wouldn't go against the left tackle. Usually he'd, he'd line up on the right tackle, but he'd still do whatever he wants. Him. Yeah, he just, he just did what he wants. He beats up everybody across the line. He's doing a stunt, and he'd still he'd beat up the center and the guard at the same it time. He was pretty awesome. He was pretty awesome. He was ridiculous. Uh, number one is Drew Brees. And I took Drew Brees number one because... Because he had the list wrong. I had A. I had the list wrong. <laughs> a. I didn't include everybody in sports, so that's my bad. But I took Drew Brees because he went from a guy who potentially really could have been a big time bust as a free agent coming off a of shoulder surgery, um, and went to a team that traditionally kind of sucked was a joke which Doug is nodding because he is if he's any sports fan at all it's at least a New Orleans Saints Mm -hmm. fan so a team that traditionally was terrible I mean they were wearing bags on their heads the year before oh so the Jets had done that I mean the three years before pretty much (laughs) the whole season there were people all over the place and now they've turned it into you know one of the best yeah. One of the best teams out there, and the, the city really needed it when he came. Yeah. So, I mean, he really turned around a whole organization and won a Super Bowl doing it, too. So He did. It was pretty cool. That's I'd... my numero uno <clears throat> NFL free agents. Um, I'm going to get to the real list now. What is Doug's list? <laughs> Number five. Well, this was huge. This was a, a big move. In the NBA, when it did happen, when Shaquille O'Neal went from Orlando over to the LA Lakers, yes, obviously, do I have to tell you what that trade did to the city of LA and what that franchise went on to win three more, three in a row, dominate on for top a little of bit all there. The ones they already had, yeah, uh, yeah. that was Just quite made a them look prettier. pretty damn good Lakers team right there. Where there are no legs, <sighs> where they don't allow music. <laughs> Peyton Manning makes my number four from just moving from Indy to Denver. Um, it's still a lot more to go, but I think what he's already done, minus minus the <coughs> Super Bowl disappointment, has been pretty. I mean, he's had his two best seasons since he's been traded and or signed on in a free agency. It's been a heck of a move. So Peyton gets number four for me. Number three, this is one of my favorites. Um, I love this guy. Greg Maddox was the pitcher for the Cubs. He had two Cy Young awards with the Cubs before he got traded or not traded, signed on with the Braves. And then, you know what happened then? Three more Cy Youngs, four more Cy Youngs at World Series, being part of one of the best pitching rotations in all of baseball history. And he never did it with power either. Greg Maddox was... Being one of the greats to ever play. Yeah, just and being able to throw like 100 different pitches off a fastball. Like his cut fastball would look different every time it came around. His curveball would look different. He was like the Doug of sports, like no muscles, like really just... <laughs> it took me a second. Minimal, I was like, where are we going with Minimal... This? Yeah, athletic ability, but just able to do it. Also, go gloves up the ass at pitcher. And great at computers. It's really good at computers. Apparently, I had gloves up my ass. (laughs) Number two, not one of my favorites, but you can't really disagree with what's happened uh, since LeBron James moved from Cleveland over to Miami. He made the decision. That's three straight finals. That's two... uh, Two championships. And it was called The Decision. decision. An hour-long special for two words. 
or one word or whatever. How I'm long take, it takes I'm you. taking my talents to yourself. Seven words. What was it? <laughs> I can count. What did he say? What were so, the seven? I'm taking my talents to South Beach. But it was an hour long special of him sitting in his old high school gymnasium in Akron, in Ohio. No, no, he didn't. No, because he he took it to a to a totally spot where no one. Place. It was a neutral place. I forget where it was now. It was neutral. So no one threw anything at his head when he made that. So, so <laughs> you should have heard like a, the pin drop. The pin drop. Like, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. There was like one person that went, woo! And I think someone tried to choke him. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. <laughs> no one was, he expected like this big applause and he's like, no one's clapping for me. Nobody's happy. <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh, yeah. You're leaving the place that everybody thought it would be cool if you stayed in an hour-long program about you in about a you. place where you're going to go. It's great weather, and you're going to make the most money you're allowed to make in the NBA. Okay. But can't deny the... And you want applause. Guys, you can't have everything, okay? Can't, can't deny the power that, that came with it. There was other ones that could have happened in that as well, but... Just the Chris top Bosch five. is your number one, isn't he? Uh, totally. Number one. <laughs> it's just, just the best thing. You say what you want about him. I, I don't know, give a I shit. I know it's going to be. Barry Bonds. I do it. He goes from Pittsburgh to <laughs> San Francisco. He goes it. and wins five more MVPs. Breaks the home run record. Breaks the season home run record. Does Takes it all. a bunch of steroids. No. Nah, allegedly. He gets injected with a bunch of flaxseed oil. No, who's the guy with a giant head? It's Barry Bonds. It's Barry Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> or Scott. Or, there's a lot of big heads. Yeah, he he allegedly took stuff. Just never got. Because he was the no. He never got caught. No, hold on. Who was the one in the in the in the contest? Oh, that was Sammy Sosa with um, McGuire. McGuire. McGuire's got a big head too. Yeah, but he won't talk about it. He just flat out. His big head. It's obvious. He doesn't oh. want to talk about the past until he had to. But you can't deny what Barry Bonds moving to San Francisco did. It was huge. Almost a World Series. They were so close. So close that year. And that was uh, that was during times before the wild card. That was when you could have a 98-win season and not make the playoffs. Like, there was a lot of good Giants teams that just didn't progress for the best baseball player anyone's ever seen. So my list was obviously better because I followed the criteria. Of the list, so I won. So you win. That's three weeks in a row, I'm winning, man, You're winning. Killing it. And now, how's your time to doing? have some fun. Yep. Bracket's doing fine because there's no money on the line, so my bracket's just fine. It's also not online. Who's your favorite player from Florida? I don't have. A Shut the player. fuck up. <laughs> All right, now top five. <laughs> Our next top five, this one is near and dear to all of us being Colorado kids. The top five South Park episodes, in your opinion. We could probably revise this list again in six months. So remember we could, this yeah. one. Remember this one because we're going to have to do that. Especially if they keep doing what they're doing now. So Ryan probably did top five Cheers episodes. Um, <laughs> top five. Top five. Guys. Top five. Top five Frasier episodes. You're not listening, Ryan. Top five Full House episodes. Okay. The one where they DJ learns a lesson. <laughs> the one where... one where Stephanie Michelle says, says... Pin a rose on your nose. <laughs> I remember the that. The one where Michelle says, You got it, dude. 
Got it. Oh, really? The one with Jesse and the Rippers. Um, that's right. I remember their band name. That was the Rippers, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll start this one off. Yeah. Number five, one that just came out. It was this recent season, and I thought it was hilarious. It was the Hobbit episode. Did you guys catch it? Mm-mm. It's got Kanye again. Oh, uh, yes, I saw this. And uh, the Sorry. Hobbit is... How you not a Hobbit is, game, bitch? His, ...is his wife. <laughs> She's the Hobbit, but she never makes an appearance in the in the episode. So they keep talking about the Hobbit. He'd be like, "Wait, hold on," and he'll get on the phone and go, "Bitch, how are you not in the Hobbit Bitch, again? How you not in the Hobbit again?" So oh, yeah. you were off oh, yeah. filming yeah. that movie about the fucking mountain and the Hobbit and shit. That that wasn't you. I'm not as funny. You as gotta because. watch it. It's, it's fucking great. It's, it's, it's and every time you I don't get the he, joke though. I am Kanye West because she's short and stubby. Former gay fish. Con- no, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, they're calling Kim the Hobbit. She's the Hobbit. Bitch, okay. how you not the Hobbit again? <laughs> and every time he calls her, he goes, bitch. And that's how he starts <laughs> the conversation. Time, dude. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> bitch, like, how you not the Hobbit again? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Love you. <laughs> 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 he always takes the kiss. Uh, it was hilarious. Number four was actually one that came out about that one. In this, uh, on this season as well. It was the NSA episode where Cartman is... Uh, <clears throat> who's the guy that is a traitor? That that dropped Snowden? all yeah, yeah he's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. Snowden so he's exposing everything <laughs> and then he gets in trouble and at the end of it he's like I, I told everybody what the government was doing and I told them all the secrets and then now everybody hates me and it's Carmen just bawling you know just doing the Carmen thing <laughs> it, it was just, but it's based on, on yeah Edward Snowden. it's all, all on him and it makes fun of Snowden too it doesn't yeah, they, yeah. they definitely got what kind of a douchebag he was as well but it, it was just a funny funny episode number three the goat, the Afghanistan episode. Yeah, fucking, it's got like my two favorite lines in South Park ever. They're walking through Afghanistan, and Cartman goes, "Ah, this place looks like East Denver." Like, like it just made me laugh. And then the because it's hilarious. And then when they're talking at the end of it, and like, you know what? You know what? If 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 you don't like America. Didn't, didn't just just get out. You don't have to like. But if you're in the stadium, shut the hell up. And they're like, yeah, go America. And then at the, the end of the episode, they go, yeah, go Broncos. Go Broncos. And then it ends. <laughs> go Broncos, so, dude. So love that one. Love that one very much. Number two, just another personal favorite. <clears throat> Obviously, these are all personal favorites, but this this should probably make someone else's list. I would I would imagine it's just a great one. The Scott Tinnerman episode. Um, just the way that it goes. You get you get the band that's you know a really good band who I. Having a brain fart on who it was right Radio now. Radiohead. Radiohead. You fucking baby. You fucking baby. baby. You cried, baby. baby. <laughs> Carmen makes him eat his parents, and it's it's just great. The pubes. I make you eat it, your parents. It's <laughs> a, a great episode. I love it to death. But the number one, and this has stuck since the shit. It's got to be ten years old now, nine years old now. Uh, stupid spoiled whore. <laughs> which one is that? That's what do you the, mean? Which one well, is that? That's the Paris Hilton episode. <laughs> <laughs> they open the store and the they open the, the store in the mall called the Stupid Spoiled Horror, and like she comes to promote it and they're selling like is that when they put uh, the Lemmy Wings up her ass at the end of it? Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's not up her ass. She gets slave. They have a whore off at the end, and her and, and Paris Hilton and Slave are having a whore off. So right. basically, what what Slave does to win it is he drops his pants and then shoves Paris Hilton up his ass, right. and that's where she runs into Lemmy Wings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's got the scrapbook of all her all her pets that have killed themselves and they she wants died. to she wants to buy butters 
and butters the pokes her keeps in the vagina. Him in her. <laughs> that's the darndest, the darndest thing. thing I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps coughing, come out, she keeps <laughs> throwing it. <laughs> it I, I have, nothing has been funnier to me since that first time I saw that episode. So Stupid Spoiled Horror gets my number one. Okay. My number five is also a Kanye episode. But it's the fish sticks. The gay fish. It's, that shit was just super It's the funny. fish sticks. It was an awesome episode. It was very awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode, everybody's just ripping off the fish sticks. Mm-hmm. So easy. Why didn't we see it? And Cartman's totally taking credit for the joke the whole time. Was it originally Jimmy? Jimmy was the one who wrote it. Cartman just happened to be in the room. Right. Like, he was just bullshitting. Uh, number four is, I'm surprised Towley didn't make your list. I thought love, about it. Love the Towley episode. Yeah, I like all I'll the Towley episodes. I'll be honest, I did, and Towley doesn't, yeah. God, I just love every Except time for that episode where he types in Funky baked. Town into the keypad. <laughs> that was funny. He's like, hold on, I almost got it. Take me down. Like, hold on, I almost got it. <laughs> but other than that, like, eh. Always remember to bring a towel. Y'all want to get hacked? You guys want to get hacked? Come on. How many no people don't say that <laughs> all the time? Do people still say I said it like three times at work today. Everybody just walking around. Hey, you guys want to get hacked? <laughs> I mean, I gotta have Tally in here. Why would anyone want a Colorado wanna... episode? <clears throat> Why would anyone want it? No, I feel me. It's not you a might understand that there's a Tally ban. But what if it just keeps drying <laughs> and drying and drying? Mm. We love Tally. We love Tally. Um. Number three. Fat butt pancake head. Is the name of it, but you would know it better as the Jennifer Lopez. Oh, I love that episode. (laughs) Nice. I I forgot about that one. Taco flavored kisses. Delicious. (laughs) Which is when Ben makes. (laughs) Give him a blowjob. He's doing this. (laughs) See his arm coming up. (laughs) That is so good, dude. Oh, (laughs) I have like I love you. Oh, Oh, and, and Jennifer. <laughs> then J-Lo works at a fucking Mexican Doesn't it end up like it's a con man like, named like Mitch O'Connell or Mitch something? Yeah. <laughs> I guess the sign I'd tell you would be kicking in anytime now. <laughs> Beautiful sunset. That was a funny episode. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, good one. And then <clears throat> I had to get a Randy episode in my top two. I, I couldn't think of the perfect Randy one. With apologies to Jesse Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Just because the thing starts off so great. It's one of the best scenes in South Park history. The first the first opening the, when he's the on the opening Jeopardy. scene. Yeah. Just because he says it with so much Will confidence, he goes I like Can't the, say I like when it comes it comes up on the screen and everyone knows what it is in the cameraman. The cameraman. It's the black dude. <laughs> Peeks around the corner, staring at him. Mean bugs the shit out of him. He's all like, says it with so much confidence, like that's the right answer. They're like, naggers. 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 So you know what the word was then if you haven't seen the episode. And then he says, 
How am I supposed to know, Sharon? This is an honest mistake. I was just trying to win the game, okay? <laughs> that was a good impersonation. <laughs> Sharon, Sharon, Sharon. How am I supposed? I was just trying to do my best, Sharon. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get the one where uh, uh, Randy starts the band. It's the one where uh, Stan becomes an asshole. Or a cynical asshole. Oh, cynical. the tweener. The tweener. Yeah. Is that the tweener episode? Yeah. yeah. I also was thinking about the one where the internet goes down and Randy gets a hold of the internet inside the fucking um, mobile and he uses it for internet porn. <laughs> that's all anyone was using it for. That's what's that's... off all over the place. Dude. They open up the door and there's just like come everywhere and he's like, ah. <laughs> And how how amazing, dude! Those guys are such good writers. They take it like that that criteria and turn it into a grapes of wrath mock because uh-huh. that's what it is. It's like everyone migrating like grapes of wrath, dude. Like this is all for internet fucking porn, dude. Great, great. Episode. Well, and they it the that's this is the great thing about South Park because they take like dirty toilet humor and dark, edgy humor stuff. But they apply it to like intelligence, intelligent, satire. yeah, satire, and and you can you if you actually decipher a little bit about what they're talking about, like you can mm-hmm. you look past what they're saying. They're totally mocking. Like, we talked about the the episode where Randy <laughs> takes the biggest shit in the world, and <laughs> number two, and in the corner of that entire episode, there's just a spinning Emmy that says like recently won like. Two Emmys for whatever, for writing or something. Like, they put it right in there in the corner of the entire show while he's taking a giant shit. <laughs> it was all hot, 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 hot. <laughs> the one at the shit at the end is great, though. He's fucking spinning yeah, all the way to the top of the toilet, dude. Your goddamn barber's chair. Um, my number one isn't gonna be like. Ah, it's the greatest. The only reason it's my number one is because the scene at the end, it made me laugh the hardest. And it's the Free Willy. Uh, Wilziax? or something like that. And, like, the whole time, like, the dude's like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. He's like, no, it was funny. And he fucking gets shot to death. The dude gets shot to death. He's like, he's like, uh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. He's like, don't say that. It was funny. It's still funny. And, like, all these people are dying, and they take the fucking whale to Mexico, and they build, like, a rocket ship for, like, $50 or something like that. And And the last scene. The last scene with the dead fucking whale on on the the moon. moon. I was fucking crying when I watched that so hard. I was totally by myself, but I was in tears because Laughing. I thought that was so fucking funny that they flew a fucking whale all the way up to the moon and just the last scene. Like, they didn't have to show that. Like, yeah. They could have ended the episode there. With them launching the... With them launching the thing... See, fly. Yep. <laughs> but the fucking thing with the, the whale the, on the, the, on the yeah. moon, I just, I just, dude, I, I never laughed so hard at any of the episodes when I laughed at that because I don't know why, but it was that was the funny, it was really funny. funny thing I'd ever seen, and that's just for a thing with the credits rolling at the end. Doug, I don't know what episode that was. <laughs> well, that. we're gonna I'm talk like, more uh, about it because my number five was, was Free Wilsiax. Nice. Uh, my number five, it's, it's the one where they. 
They're at, like, what is it, like, the, I think it's the aquarium, the Denver Aquarium. They call it the Denver Aquarium, yeah, and then they... But it's, they, the guy, one of the guys that works there, like, gets on a PA and makes, is it Stan or Kyle? One of them. Kyle. Makes him think that the whale is talking to him telepathically. (laughs) He's like, I'm actually an alien from the moon. No, that's the manatees that write Family Guy. Okay, I don't know what that was a two-parter, is. so I, that didn't make the list. But uh, yeah, the the manatees and the in the uh, uh, dia balls. Um, it's like Gary Coleman having dinner in hell. <laughs> don't know it. You have to see it. I missed it. Oh, the idea of the manatee one is good. I like that one. Cartman hates Family Guy because everyone thinks he should like it. Um, yeah, that was I a two-parter, that. so I did not. Yeah, I didn't throw it on there. I, um, I, I, um, I not to. I our our parameters were not movies and not like multi parts. Um, you could do multi parts, but it would take up half your list. Um, by the way, I do have to. It didn't make uh, the list, um, but I did think about it while we were all talking. Um, I got to have one honorable mention, and I think we'd be remiss to leave this one out. Is the heavy metal episode where they all get um, high off cat pee and oh. hallucinate <laughs> in in heavy Dude. metal cheesing. Cheesing, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's another one that could be like it's it's a Randy of, episode. Yeah, because it's, it's kind it, of a Randy, or, or a like Kenny a, episode. It's a Kenny Randy episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. Um, mine are all relatively kind of old school. Um, number four, good times with weapons. Yes. Butters gets yes. mistaken for an abused dog. I remember that because he catches a ninja star, star in, the eye. in the eye, which is great. Because that's an episode where I, dude, at work we still like anytime somebody's like her, we're all, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> um, one thing that I just loved the like, n- like ninja animation of them all. Their anim, their anime version. Yeah, their anime. Yeah. Uh, number three, and this one I've brought up in my personal life. A ton. Every time I hear um, Phil Collins, so we all know where I'm going. Oh, nice. Phil Collins is is the is the riddle out episode. Um, Man, I just love that they lost the Oscar to Phil Collins that year, <laughs> and the next week Phil Collins gets his Oscar shoved up his ass. <laughs> um, they really dissed Phil. That was also, I believe, the first appearance of Timmer and the Lord of the Underworld. Uh, I, I mean, I, I believe that was the first because it was Reach for the Skyler was the one guy's band, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, but it was great because it's like, no nah, man, really until he takes the edge off. <laughs> We're gonna go listen to Phil Collins. Go listen to Phil Collins. Uh, my number two, of course, because it's me, the World of Warcraft episode. Um, Makes sense. It does make sense. Um, and I do love that they get like fat and pimply and Cheeto dust cakes. Warcraft. Yes, make love, not Warcraft. Thank you, guy who made a list of every episode. Guy did. Guy looked really hard and just. I'd like to make an honorable mention. Okay. Hurry up. Taming, taming the Strange, I'm sorry. What <laughs> is Taming the Strange? Way past that. You guys haven't seen that one? Oh my god, that's where. Kyle's little brother gets like his medication mixed up. Oh yeah, that was awesome, dude. <laughs> he fucking turns fucking into like awesome. a teenager yeah. overnight, dude. He's like, he's like I'm gonna go out and change some strange, I bro. I the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
He's <laughs> sitting there with his <laughs> older brother. He's got five o'clock shadow and a pimple right and there. Pimples and shit. Did you leave me alone, Kyle? <laughs> All right. No, that was a good one. Have to, yes. I'll have to find that one. You will have to look up Taming the Strange. Um, number one, because I couldn't <laughs> pick the two-parter with it. I had to pick the one-parter, and Ryan, I already know where what you're going to say, I hope. Uh, Mecha Streisand. Oh, dude. That's one of the first episodes I remember. It's so good. It's 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 good. I know every time I bring up the cure, or Ryan hears the cure. Robert Smee? Robert Smee. Robert Smee. Sidney Poitier and Leonard, uh, Leonard, Leonard Malton. Malton. I'll go shampoo, you foe it. <laughs> He kicks Carmen in the balls. He kicks him in the dick. <laughs> runs off. <laughs> no, that was that's one of the first ones I remember. Uh, so, no, no, my favorite line from that is when Kyle's and Barbara Streisand's trying to explain who she is. I'm really rich and famous. Do you, well, know, do you John know John Elway? Elway? No. no. Oh, so you're really rich and famous, but you, you don't know, know John Elway. <laughs> they go, oh. And and the sports reference one, sarcastic ball. That's my favorite. It's gonna lead into our next topic. <laughs> my favorite one is the beginning of sarcastic ball when all these concussion dudes. Are just <laughs> <laughs> and this one thinks he's a turkey. Because <laughs> anyone who's listened to the show knows that like I don't give a shit about a lawsuit about concussions. You know, I've always known they're terrible, but I know what they can do to you too. So the way that they did that was hilarious. <laughs> It's such a funny episode. Also, honorable mention Aspergers. We're gonna get off of this now. Want to talk about Ryan the note? Actually, gets through his entire. I'm list. sorry. No, I he's put done. My list away. Do, do, do we? Do we need to talk about the the no fun league real quick for a second? Anyway, I just want to touch on some things. Laguerre, Let's talk about how no fun it is. Legarrette Blunt oh, to the Steelers for two years first. Uh, I think it's a good pick. Uh, Ryan thinks they're just getting old. I was just joking, but <laughs> I was I it, no it it works for the Steelers because it's uh, the style of offense they like to run. Okay, he looks like a prototypical Steelers running back. Totally six two two fifty. Big guy. They have Le'Veon Bell, kind of their swift. Yep. Uh, find a hole, fucking. He's powerful enough, kinda, but he's also explosive. But uh, like Garrett Blunt is kind of just hit that hole running kind of dude. That's kind of kind of back Steelers like so. Definitely MJD to the Raiders for three years. Can't tell you I, I didn't get a little bit put back by that. I'm like that. I think he's a quality player, but he's also this will be his ninth season. He just had his worst year ever, but he's also playing on the Jacksonville Jaguars at that time. So there could be some kind of rebirth. That it seems like Oakland's trying to push it uh, with the cap with the cap room they had, bringing some people in. Nothing huge. We talked about it last week. I mean, Woodley's cool. <clears throat> Tuck is cool. I don't know. I don't know the MJD signing being that big of a deal, but we'll see. We'll Not, see how I that mean, works. it's I I don't hate the move for them. Um, they they kept McFadden for another. Let's see how you can hang for another year. Kind that's of that's basically that's basically two guys that came into the league around the same time are your number one and two backs now. Period. I mean, who are they going to get to spell? Those guys are old. Darren McFadden's been in the league seven God, years now. Yeah, he was he was the long huh. Okay, when running back when Florida won their first national title with Urban Meyer, they beat Arkansas in the SEC title game. That was McFadden's sophomore year, so he played one more year after that. So he's got to be six seasons. 
Yeah, I think this will be a seven season. Six or seven. I mean, that's a lot for running backs. That's a lot of mileage. Even if you are McFadden, who's hurt Been all the time. hurt injury the last, the, last, the last two badly. Very much where so. Where it's like it's actually affected his production on the field. He's gone from... He's gone from a back that in a lot of fantasy leagues you're like, eh, I'll drop mm. him. I'll drop McFadden for. I mean, that's for a guy with as much talent and ability as he had early in his career. It's well, it speaks to two things. It speaks to <clears throat> the Raiders, obviously the injuries, and not just the Raiders. That's all. Uh, that's that's too easy. That doesn't. Yeah, yeah. we don't need to go there. Uh, it speaks to the the evolving nature of the NFL and how it's gone out of running the ball thirty five to forty times a game. It's it's all pass happy. So his numbers were going to go down anyway. I mean, if they were able to do whatever they want to do, I don't know what they want to do out there. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, Texans right. yes. talking about trading the first pick. This will make our boy James happy because the only team that I've heard getting linked to it that might move up would be the Buffalo Bills. They move up from the ninth pick to the number one pick, and I think you and I both agree. What we think they would be doing is going to get a quarterback. Yes, I think that's the only reason they would move up. There's no reason really to move up in the draft into the top ten unless you're looking to get a quarterback. And the only way somebody's trading into the top ten is if some kind of quarterback has fallen one of the you mm-hmm. know the five big ones, your Manziel, Bridgewater, Bortles, Carr, uh, Carr, if one Grabowski of those guys, or whatever. The, Grad, Gradowski, whatever his name is. Grabowski, I think, yeah. <laughs> The big guy. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I like those pants, but a pants. <laughs> I, I I think they'd be moving up to take a quarterback. I can't I can't imagine they're they're they've been strong on defense. They have a good quality front seven. I mean maybe James could tell us differently, but I can't, I can't see any of us saying no, I don't want to Jadavian Clowney on my football team. I think anybody would want that. I think But do you trade up that. so far to get him? I, I don't think you do. I don't think so either. I think I think there's lots of areas that the Buffalo Bills in particular could move, especially offensively. Because that's um, not their weakness. Why would you move up so much to, to sure up something that's not necessarily the weakest part of your team? You know, and I, I don't know why you would move. To me, if you're, you're not moving in the top five unless you're going after a quarterback. I mean, that's just... That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I mean that's that's typically how it goes anyway. It used to be you're moving up to get like a star running back. Mm-hmm. But that's not how the NFL works anymore. That's not how it's worked the last two years. So everybody wants that quarterback. Everybody wants that franchise because you well, know now, what you, you now can you see. don't have to pay them the kind of money those guys were making. Yeah, I mean it's no longer a forty forty four million dollar contract with anymore. like thirty million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So changes it up a little bit. That's you definitely make you definitely consider making that move. And I think if they're considering trading to the number one pick, they're moving to get a quarterback. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I think they're worried about E.J. Manuel's health. Um, he didn't look particularly awesome. He had, he had moments, years, but he but, looked like a rookie. Uh, you know, Gina, Gino Smith had moments, too, and then he didn't. So, But that didn't stop the Jets from going after Michael Vick to give him some competition. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's good to have competition on your team. You want the best guy starting. You you know, for your team, you always want the best players playing for you. I've, ne- I've always said I don't ever root against anybody on my team to fail. No, never. You know, all these, everybody's like, oh, you just root against Noshan. Absolutely not. But I wanted Noshan to be I totally good. wanted <laughs> Noshan Moreno to be good. Why would I want him to be bad? Uh, just so what? I can be like, oh, I told you. 
he Not, wasn't that great. I don't I don't want to be an I told you so. I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me so. <clears throat> I want you to be like, you were wrong about Noshan. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I was fucking wrong. Speaking of Noshan, goes to Miami for a two-year deal. Good for him. Have fun. Sean Phillips goes to Tennessee to hang out with Woodyard. Three-year deal for Sean Phillips. Let me tell you why that happened. I'll tell you exactly why that happened. The day after Elway comes out and says, we want those two back. If we do, it would be a conversation of being a role player. I know that Noshan coming off his best season as a pro doesn't feel that he needs to be a role player, and Sean Phillips got ten and a half sacks last year. And even if that didn't mean constant pressure, because it didn't, even if it didn't mean harassing the quarterback the whole time, which it didn't because we watched those games, he got sacks, but he wasn't in the backfield all the fucking time. He wasn't a constant well, let's, presence. Let's, let's he wasn't it. rushing. He got sacks. Because the other teams had to start throwing. If you throw the ball more, you're gonna be dropping. Back and and he got him in bunches. He'd have games where he had, where he he'd have two, two and a half sacks, and then he'd go a couple games without getting one. So if he he wants that, he can go get that out there because that wasn't what you were gonna be here. And you know that when Demarcus Ware comes in, you're looking to rotate. So they didn't want to do that. They wanted to go play more. It wasn't just the money. It was the fact that they didn't want to be role players. And they'll both get playing time. Period. Um, They'll be on the field all the time. Those organizations. Um, I can't remember the name of the back that Miami has right now, but I think that'll be a kind of similar to uh, what the Broncos had here with Noshan actually spelling their starting back Mm -hmm. over there. Um, He's not going to start probably. I think he's looking. He might. He wants Um, to start. You know, I mean, we've seen him at training camp. You see him. The dude has tons of heart. He loves to play. Everybody's seen the pictures of him. Crying like goddamn five Boss. gallon buckets. He yep. seems like Surprise. a like a good locker room dude. <clears throat> seems like a good teammate. People like him, so he gets you going. He's gonna want to start out there. I think he will. We'll see what happens. Johnny Manziel did his pro day. First dude ever in the history of pro days to wear shoulder pads and a helmet, and the media is making a really big deal out of it. I think he did it so he looked taller. I That's agree. The with only you. reason so he, he looked, literally did looked it to look bigger. bigger. And show that he can move a little bit and still whip that. Because he has an arm. The guy's got a live arm. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So I think he just did it to look bigger. So he reminds me a little bit of RG3 with the ability to have just the ability to run, uh, make something happen out of nothing, and actually be able to fling the ball. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he doesn't have the durability issues that RG3 seems we, to have. We, don't, we won't know until he starts getting hit because he's going to get hit wherever he goes. He's going to start getting hit. No way it doesn't happen. Deshaun Jackson. This was new. Straight cut. <coughs> straight cut by the Eagles. Because of detrimental conduct off the field. Apparently he's a parasite. Apparently he knows gang members. And two people that he's friends with are connected to a murder. To two different murders that have happened in the last few yeah, years. Von Miller knows something about that too. But I'm getting cut. So what's up with that? I wonder, I don't know what it is. They were showing stuff on the on the TV about him throwing gang signs, and you and I, we were all kind of commenting on it. The ones that they showed didn't really look like gang signs. I've seen gang signs. I haven't really seen... Oh, that's a gang sign. I haven't seen him throw gang signs. I, I haven't seen like, him throw gang signs. Even their Instagram pics are like, that's a gang sign. Like, it looks like he's like... I was like, I guess. I don't know if James Bond does it, you love it. But Deshaun Jackson does it, he's a gang member. He's a gang member. Uh, I've seen 
like uh, there was a story on Sports Center at the end of last year about him, you know, reaching out to one specific kid and you know being around him, you know, while he was while he was dying and going and being part of the kid's life as much as he possibly could every moment that he could. So I really don't think he's all bad. I mean, he was the story got picked up and he'd already been doing that for like two years. I mean, to the he is. Seems like a nice he, guy to me. I mean, he's a showboat, but he's a showboat, a little prima donna. That happens. That's a receiver. I expect receivers to be that, that way. I mean, they're all like that. I, 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 uh, I, I hope. I wish him the best. I hope that none of that's true, and I hope it wasn't some stupid people being scared of an Instagram photo that was completely. Are you surprised misread. that we haven't heard Richard Sherman's opinion on the idea? I am surprised I don't hear we'll it. Probably hear it. We'll like, probably hear it because he's he got called a thug. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. No fun league. Let's talk about some of the rules. Rule changes. They're going to experiment with the extra point being kicked from the 20-yard line. So that turns it into a 37-yard kick for one point instead of the standard whatever, it was 17 yards. I think it won't prove anything in preseason. I, I think you got to give it a longer run than that. There's and it, and I'm with you on that as well too in preseason because what is it? Proof? There's not a lot of touchdowns scored in preseason. First of all, yeah, there's just not a lot. Secondly, I mean, the kicker's gonna get his workout. I guess. I mean, if you have a, I guess if you want to find out if your kicker can nail 30, 40 yard field goals, you'll know by that. I guess because it's still a straight on kick. I mean, barring weather, it really doesn't get affected much because it's not like they go up there and kick it. Lazily, when they I mean, boot the shit out of it, even though they're close. What so. what doesn't make sense about it to me is they've already made it harder to block kicks in the first place. They've made it so it's almost impossible. You can't do all the things that were creating <laughs> block the kicks. Block kicks yeah. in the first place. So it's like, I mean, it's still almost automatically seven for most of these <clears throat> kickers in this league now. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't have the grammaticas who miss. Thirty-yard field goals all over the place anymore. That just doesn't I don't. Happen. I don't the mind them. I don't mind them moving it back. I guess I'm glad they just didn't get rid of it. I don't think you should have to go for two. I mean, that's a rule that'll come up again sometime. I, I'm okay. Move it back. I don't care if it if it makes it more exciting for people. Cool. I don't think it will for me. I really don't think we'll see a slip that noticeable of missed extra points. Yeah. I, I, we'll see. Uh, can't dunk the ball. The laces were oh. out. Can't dunk the ball in the goalpost anymore. Yeah, we can thank Jimmy Graham for that. Yep, because it wasn't an issue at all until he moved. Caused the fucking bar to get bent. If he wouldn't have done that, it would have been an issue. I I think that that's a stupid fucking rule. But okay, they're trying to make it so we're not entertained anymore. So I don't really understand the point. Is but is that showing someone up? Because that's kind of the whole point of any of this to get rid of stuff like that is like showing someone up. How does that? Show someone up. I don't get that. You know, I'm against things like throwing the football at your opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, you shouldn't be able to I don't do think that. you should do all this after you score. I don't think you should get in people's faces. I think, But a little bit of a celebratory act like that doesn't seem... I mean, I rude. got it. I got it when it was like, okay, no props. I'm cool with that. No, you, should, you don't need to bring a pen no, on the field. You don't need yeah. to bring pens don't with you. Don't hide your cell phone in the goalpost. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> no props. It's, you know, fine. Shit doesn't have to get comical. You know, the, you, got, you got a touchdown. Cool. Spike the ball. Celebrate with your teammates on the field. Get off the field. I, I'm not. I'm not 
you know, I, I do like a little bit of celebration, like a little bit of celebration dances that gets mm-hmm. the crowd into it. I like it's the, entertaining for us. And when it's a happy thing, when it's good, what's the what's the problem? Exactly. It's hard to score in the NFL, so I, I expect them to be pretty excited about it. But like the worst one, I remember when Brandon Marshall caught the touchdown, and it was when he was playing in, here in Denver, and it was in Denver, and he went and grabbed snow and threw it up in the air and got a 15-yard penalty for throwing snow up in the air. Yeah. I was trying to get it back in the sky. <laughs> just, I, was I was just returning it. To it to, I was just returning it to God. Let's not be so sensitive. It. You've already they've God already, dropped his dandruff. They've already done it back. enough that they can to like scare moronic parents about their kids playing football and being in danger and bumping their heads and shit. So let's not let's not end all of it. Come on now. Let's 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 just let. Some genuine excitement be there, you know, case by case scenario. I don't expect these refs to be stupid. I think they should be able to make a judgment call and stuff like that. We'll see. The Navarro Bowman rule. Love it. Just watching that didn't make sense to me that that's not even that you can't review how, yeah. a clearly recovered he's, ball. He has the ball. He has the ball it's, with a broken leg. His leg fake. gets snapped. His leg is snapped, down. and he's still holding on to the ball. <laughs> and you give the ball and back. And he thinks he, the play is just over, so he lets it go. Mm-hmm. But it's not over because they didn't call him down. It was. Uh, I'm glad they made that Ridiculous that change. Rule. It was really good. Let's talk about rules they didn't go with. And the first one, I don't care. Like whoever brought this up, needs to just. We just need to eliminate it from the game. Then we talked about kicking off from the 40 yard line now. And it didn't get passed, but it was brought up. I'm like, don't even kick off anymore. Just give the ball to 25 off the Just spot the ball at the 25. Put the ball at the 25 every time. I mean, it, apparently the excitement of a kick return is not enough. The last pro game that we saw, well, the play that like ended it, even though there was still a whole half of football left, was the kickoff return. That, I mean, these they're exciting, huge plays. I, I don't. Why get rid of it? This is football. There's an inherited risk that comes with playing. It's I don't give a shit. Right, you got a 350 pound man running at you. Um, I was reading something on Twitter. You guys talking about a Terrence Knighton like lit you up. It was like the same as like getting hit by like a fucking Volkswagen or some shit. Well, good luck putting a guy like Terrence oh, Knighton like, out on kickoff. I'm just saying, okay. like, I'm just saying, like, if that dude runs into you, they said full speed at like. 10 miles an hour, it's like the same getting hit by a little Volkswagen at like 5 miles an hour. My God. Damn. Yeah, I've seen sports science. Yeah, I know, what yeah. They, I know what they do with that. Yeah. It's but, but that's just cool the stuff. risk that comes with it. It's not new. So I, I don't... Don't kick off. Just get rid of them if that's what you want to do. So stupid. Fucking stupid. <clears throat> I don't like it. There was another couple of the rules that didn't get past money going to touch on. But they're just trying to change it over and over again. They're always trying to change so it's one of those like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And Doug says T minus balls or something. Huh? <laughs> I think that means Figure basketball. out what this hand signal means. Well, I think it's a gang sign. Dude. Oh. Yeah. You're in the trench coat mafia. Says <laughs> <laughs> so this is coming from Doug, the guy that wore a trench coat to school the day after the Columbine massacre and didn't know what the big deal was. I think we've established earlier on in the show that I'm an insensitive bastard, so <laughs> that's most. I'm not really worried about. What's your problem? Yep. 
You got a fastball? Let's do this. Yeah. Alright. I hate when you do that. You don't give me anything except for a, just ask the question. <laughs> All these hand signs and he hasn't figured one well, out. Well, it's not like I'm getting out a sundial. It's an iPhone. It's not going to, like, I don't have to wait for the sun to come around. <laughs> Gonzo. Ron. Hold on, let me get on my sundial. Battle tested. Battle tested. What is battle tested in any sport? Is it regular season? Is it being together long? Is it playoffs or or championships? What is your definition of a team that is battle tested? My definition of a team that is battle tested means that they get into battles. It's pretty simple. Um, take take a team like where this where this all came up from, um, Wichita State, and they proved themselves to me last year. They proved themselves to me even in the tournament, being the best number one seed in the first couple in the first second round I guess now and then going out against Kentucky and you know losing 78 to 76 um doing it like that teams that stay together generally become more battle tested veterans become more battle tested I mean you go from a collegiate level in say college basketball and then jump all the way to the NBA you're missing a whole lot of stuff when you go from collegiate football you have to do at least two seasons um, you have to be over the age of 20. And that's battle. I mean, if you're playing in the SEC, you're battle-tested. That's why SEC draft picks are so, like, they're commodities, because they know you're battle-tested. Um, you don't fade. You don't hide. You respond to, uh, for lack of a better term, getting punched in the mouth. Calipari said it tonight after they won. He said, you guys are going to get punched, and you're going to taste blood. Are you going to leave, or are you going to respond and wait for the next blow? Because that's what it is, because you know they're going to come back. But you aren't going to leave. That's why Ohio State always sucks. <laughs> and that's why whenever they go up against a team that has to play a schedule and has to mix it up, they will lose. Wichita State played in a weaker conference, but that's not a tough con- That's not a weak conference. It's just not the SEC. Pretty damn good conference. They went undefeated. They're the first team to ever go undefeated in that conference. No one else had ever done it before. That's where my money goes for it. You have to. You have to be. It's a. It's a mindset, and teams will take on certain mindsets. It's, it's kind of like. Uh, so for you, it's it's mostly time in, plus. I don't know. Would you say? Uh, it's nothing. The amount even. of times you were tested. Uh huh. Because it's 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 <laughs> in battle. How, in battle. How, how many times have, have you heard that that's that that silly saying? You know, it doesn't matter how many times you fall down. It just matters. How <laughs> it matters many if you times get back up, Mister Wayne. Yeah. So and that cat that hangs from the clothesline. Just hang in just there, hang baby. Hang in there, baby. <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing cliches. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, always we, more fish in the sea. Before we get to the dugout, a couple that more that things. That cat will eat if it hangs in there. A couple more things to get on here. Grumpy uh, cat. <laughs> that wasn't funny. Miguel Cabrera <laughs> yeah, signs a 10 year contract. Well, 8 year extension turns into a 10 year contract for $292 million. 
the highest contract in sports history surpasses both of A-Rod's deals. We got one for 250 then 275 I hate that guy. Guaranteed. Baseball is guaranteed money, so no matter what happens to Miguel Cabrera, 10-year contract, he's 31. He'll be 32 soon. Mm-hmm. I know he's won the last two MVPs, but I wouldn't give him a 10-year contract at all. No 10-year contract, especially not $292 million. I, I think... Uh... I think 41-year-old Miggy is going to be really happy uh-huh. when he looks back at signing his big old fat contract. I think 36-year-old Miggy's going to be really happy because he's going to be retiring. Because <laughs> he's going to be like, ah, yeah, I think I'm done with this baseball thing. You but guys thanks can for, keep the rest of your millions. Thanks for that. And let's go to Troutman out and who signed with the, with the Angels. He's 22, 23. He gets a six-year deal for $144 million. Stupid because I think they could pay him more, well, less in the long term. I think it's a smarter sign because at the end of his contract, he's going to be twenty nine thirty. See, and that's what and I'm now saying. you can that's, reevaluate. That's what I'm saying. You can now you can see you what can you get want to do. If you want to give these guys a ten year contract when they're like twenty three and twenty four, that makes more. I sense. I feel like that makes more sense than uh-huh. Pujols. So, so and Cabrera. Yeah, Pujols is worse. Oh man, he he got his money and just like stopped, dude. He was already on the downhill slide. He, he'd had his, his worst his two numbers. seasons had gone down, and then he got all that money. It was amazing. All his numbers were going down. So so we're down. we're agreeing though. So like the Angels sign a, a young kid and get him till smart twenty nine thirty. Then they can see what we want to do him at that point. <clears throat> exactly. If if we we talked about this, if baseball is more like football and you could just ditch the contract, mm-hmm. it would make more sense. It would make more sense. One one more thing, and then we'll get to this dugout here. Uh, Major League Baseball has taken the toughest stance on performance-enhancing drugs, changing their policies. First time you get popped 80 games, no postseason, no matter what. You are ineligible, ineligible for the postseason, even if you get suspended game three, come back game 84, and then play the next 80 games. You still don't get to participate in the postseason. Uh, second time you get caught, a full season. No postseason. Third time, you are done with the league. You are not allowed to come back and play baseball. And baseball is pretty damn good at keeping you out of baseball forever. They don't even have to have evidence to keep you out of baseball. They can just do it. They, they can, can just, just go off do of your word, even. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they're they're making a stand and re- responding to public public outcry and public ignorance and public stupidity. But it is the stance. It's it's harder than the NFL. It's and I don't think NBA even cares. Uh, UFC pretends to sometimes, but they always give their guys plenty of time to get there. That's just like the NFL. Yeah. They're like, hey, by the way, don't don't fucking Sim do out. drugs. You got a week in November. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. But they're they're making a at least at least um, you know out in the front. It just looks like making that. a show of it. Yeah, making it a big show. One more thing. Sorry, Doug, I forgot this. This is the uh, only NBA thing I'm going to touch on real quick, and then I want your opinion real quick. Spurs won their 16th straight game. That's the highest in the NBA this season. No one's won more in a row than the Spurs. Are the Spurs the best organization in pro sports since Tim Duncan came in? Oh, my God. They're best since before Tim Duncan, if you want to think about them sitting David Robinson just so that they could get Tim Duncan. I mean, how They didn't sit him, and they had never won anything. 
before well, that. They, they, they sat him. David Robinson was hurt. That's he how they hurt. got. That's right. how they yeah, got they, Duncan. They were like, yeah, don't play anymore. And he played in the first chat in the first title. He was starting. He was on that team. It was a long time ago. It was a long time. <laughs> but he was like, he was there. They were the they were twin towers. But Duncan took that team over the second he came through. Popovich right. being the coach. I mean, they are still like fighting you know, for number one seed this year. I mean, they they were they are six seconds away. Dynasty. They were six seconds away from winning a, a title last year in Game Six. Um, they've lost another one. They're they're always there. They are always there. Quality players, great coaching, one of the better point guards. One of the best power forwards of all time. Now, if now Duncan can go 15 and 10, 20 and 8, something like that, and just be fine and have shooters all around him. Uh, they've, they've, they've passed. They've been ahead. Uh, they didn't pass. They've been ahead of the New England Patriots as far as they have far surpassed the New pro Patriots. pro sports teams uh, in the last 15, 16 years. Patriots have been blessed with Tom Brady. Well, the, the Spurs were blessed with 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 Duncan. Uh, good teams are blessed with good players. That's how it goes. That's like hating. That's like people that hate on the Broncos. Oh, just because of Peyton Manning. Well, we know we're good because of him. Stupid. We we're, we know <laughs> that doesn't bother yeah, me that you stupid. say that. That's fine. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move on now, Doug. Out. Doug, what's your favorite new rule in the NFL? No fat checks. That's that's an old rule. If uh, <laughs> if you were a Ninja Turtle, which one would you be? Raphael. Me too. Mm-hmm. Totally be Raphael. Damn! <laughs> I love it. Doug, what's your least favorite new NFL rule? No fan chicks. <laughs> Megan Fox or Jamie Fox? <laughs> Jamie Fox. Lojo or the Dojo? We did that one two weeks ago. We didn't. Yeah, we did. Because one's a uh, stinky, whatever, what, um, what do they fucking say? <laughs> uh, one's a, um, one's a building with, oh, what was it? It's a building that smells like dudes, uh, feet and sweat. The other one's a dojo. I don't know, listen to two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna ask you this one two weeks from now. That's you. Just want to see we'll make changes. you get it right. <laughs> Jamie Foxx or John Fox? John Fox. There you go. And by that I mean the 30th century Flash. Oh, of course he did. What's the new rule that you would make for the NFL, Doug? No dick pics. That's a pretty good rule. That's, I think that's just a rule to go by in life. <laughs> uh, bottom of the seventh, two outs. Runner on second and third. Do you kick the field goal? Um, I'd aim for a hole in one. There you go. I was trying to get him on something funny, but he's not being funny at all. He doesn't even remember what he said two weeks ago. Bullshit. That's not funny at all. <laughs> hey, Gonzo. If you were in South Grumpy Park, hmm. if you were in South Park, who would you be? I would be Stan's gay dog. Kyle, wouldn't he? Because he's a Jew? He'd be like Stan's mom or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. See, now we got the comedy. You'd <laughs> be like Stan's mom and shit. Gonzo, what character would you be? If I was in South Park? Man, that's such a loaded question. I mean, what do you really look for? Do you want to look for intelligence in it, or do you want to look for action? Do you want to look for... The you know, ability to banter well with villains? Yeah, that's what I was going for. Good job. Uh, Take your socks off when you're making whoopee or whatever, whatever you call it. Whatever that is. <laughs> I'd be Randy. I, I think you would be. I'd be Tally. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like Tally. Or Chef. I'd be well, Chef. Chef touches Who would chair. I be? Well, that was a bad episode. <laughs> That was him just getting back at him. That was him making fun of him. That was just case. Fun of him. It's like, you, you made fun of us in the public. We're going to completely destroy you. Don't you know show. we have a whole show that people watch? That I'd be like that weird hologram Moses. Nice. <laughs> oh, like the Super Friends. Maybe I'd be Buddha. The super, is it the Super Duper Friends super or whatever Duper. they're called? It's something like that. The weird part is when you watch the first episode that ever appeared, they had Muhammad on it. Mm-hmm. And then they went and did that whole, like, oh, we can't show him thing. But it's like, well, if you watch the first, what was that, first or second season, whatever it was. Yeah, it was in the, it's in the first, season. within the first three seasons. It's like, well, there's, I just kicked the dog. Um, there's, there's Muhammad. So come over and she kicked my dog. <laughs> Doug hates kids and dogs. No, I hate cats. And old people. Cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Dogs and cats living together. Total anarchy. Total anarchy. Is that true? Yes, your honor. This man has no dick. This man has no dick. Thanks for listening. Hopefully someone was. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN. You're home for almost bacon and banjo!